to another Venue Podcast with the crew from Venue. It's podcast number 36. I'm Josh. I'm Will. I'm Brian. And I'm Philip. And we have a great podcast for you today. Um, I feel like we have a good energy in the room. I feel like it's going to be... <laughs> we are. We do have we energy. always yes. have a good energy yeah. in the room. I have coffee. You so. have positive chi. Yeah. That's, just, as do we all. That's coffee, right? Positive chi. Yes. Lots yeah. of zen. Mm-hmm. Lots of Zen. We should be drinking tea, but no. Form of caffeine. <laughs> um, so uh, we've got tons of news, tons of great news to go over, and a pretty interesting topic. So we're going to jump right in with um, more hacked cars. Yeah. GM and Tesla both getting hacked. And this is right on the heels of Chrysler's Uconnect getting hacked. Um, so I guess good news is the, the Tesla hack, um, it's like – you have to have physical access to the car for that one, I think. So it, it's kind of not as big of a deal. I guess um, most people understand that physical security is is just if you have physical access to something, there's probably a way to to gain access to it. I mean, to a regular car, you can you know hotwire it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess that one's not really that big of a deal. And then they patched it like that day, the next day, right? So, yeah, it was very quick. So but- what did the what did the um hack actually do it gave access to so to start the car and drive off yeah so or? they were able to basically plug a you know a cat5 cable right into the right into the car mm-hmm. and run a script and then it started up and they can drive away <laughs> yep i mean it was but you have to break into the car first yeah and it's analogous yeah. to hot wiring a car yeah it's analogous to hot wiring a car the only problem is i guess with today's this is, this is the thing with today's cars so someone hacks into a car that's like a 57 chevy or an 82 Malibu or a Buick or something like this, right? Really like Zero. General Motors. Yeah. There is no, there is no, there's other than having your like, you know, leaving your wallet on the seat or your checkbook in the glove box, they can just take the car and go. And there's really nothing tying you to the car. It's like, oh God, now it's none of this. I have to go change my, you know, passwords and things. But when someone hacks into a Tesla now, now these cars are basically computers. They know, I would uh, perhaps they know where you live, where you've been. They may have, if you're surfing the web on the browser, maybe you've got cached passwords. Maybe you've got, uh, you know, financial data that you've saved a password for. Now they have access to your bank account. So now it's like. In the car? Yeah, in the car. Because the Tesla has like a big iPad. And actually, I think it's got a browser that you can launch. It does. Yeah, it has a browser built into the, the center dash. It's got, I think it's. I think it's like a 17-inch display. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's giant. It's massive. So the thing is, is now, they, not only did they steal your car, they stole your computer. And what, what do we have to think about that? That's a whole other yeah. topic, I guess. Well, it's really the same topic. But, um, it, well, it depends on if that's even accessible, right, from, yeah. from this. I mean, they could be segregated out uh, to where... Now, what runs the car versus what runs the the tech in the car could be yeah. completely separated. And most no, companies saying, don't do that, though. Yeah, but we're talking Tesla. So yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying done. is, what I'm yeah. saying is, even if they don't have immediate access to it, they've got the device. They've stolen your laptop. Now they can go somewhere in a you know basement or you know some parking garage and start trying to hack into it. Now, they've got physical access to it. Is what I'm trying to say. Right now, one of the scarier things about the the Tesla one in in particular is not only were they able to do the hot wiring, like the the you know technically it's hot wiring, but they were also able to uh, install a Trojan that enabled remote access, mm-hmm. and that would actually allow them to remotely cut the engine later. So you know that's a little bit scarier than 
just being able to hotwire it, you know, right off the bat. Right. Yeah. So the and the other car that got hacked was um, GM's uh, OnStar, which I think it actually they I think they hacked the app for OnStar, not right. not the actual car. But if you have OnStar, you can control a lot of stuff with that app. Like you can remotely start a car. Um, I'm not really sure what else that OnStar has these days. Um, I think you can you can like call people for help and whatnot. But the point yeah. of that is, so if you take these two hacks and you think about them in the grand scheme of things and where cars are going, which would be self-driving cars, I mean, imagine remotely hacking a car and then you're like, okay, I want you to self-drive yourself to me and we're going to get out of here, right? Oh, yeah. Now I've stolen your car without ever going anywhere near you. Oh, that's a good I point. Mean, how yeah, crazy that's, that's actually, is that? I know, that's, that's that is like crazy. A, I just... And that's a new thing for kidnapping. I mean, think about that. Like, the, uh, yeah. the ideas of what you what would be possible are terrifying. Yeah, know, for yeah. for lack of a better word. I mean, you know? If you right, if you have like your child in your car mm-hmm. and you happen to step out and got your kid, yep, car, everything, it's coming right to right to the person Jeez. that hacked your car. This guy dark very quickly. I know. Yes. I mean, it's it's scary to think. They see this is why I'm scared of self driving cars is because I fear and respect technology as much as I like it. But if you wanted us, if someone said, "Here, Phil, here's a self-driving car," would you take it? Now, here, here, Phil, no. for free? Yes. No, I would take it too. <laughs> now, we'll say this: uh, both of these vulnerabilities have been patched, I believe. Uh, Tesla's was within, you know, a day or two, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the GM one. While I don't know if the app has actually been patched, they have patched it on the back end to to not allow as much access. Patch Tuesday. No. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic has gone down because it's Microsoft Patch Tuesday on cars. <laughs> yep. And speaking of, of hacking cars, right, Josh? Yeah, we'll use a Josh <laughs> transition. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, of vulnerabilities. Vulnerabilities yeah. and hacking and machines yep. and driving people to destinations without... There's a okay. theme, there's <laughs> no, a theme to this, yeah. hacking that's going um, So there's a $30 device um, that defeats... What is this? It, so Wireless it, entry codes? Yeah. Wow. So this is for garage. It can, it can defeat slash steal wireless entry codes for garage door openers and cars. Um, wow. Yeah. So what, I think I've heard of this kind of thing before. Yeah. Of, of people getting into garage doors via the wireless. This is yeah, like a little itty bitty thing. Though. Right. This that's the scary thing about this is that it's tiny, it's portable, and it's like thirty dollars. Roll jam. So Who's yeah, it's called this? Roll Jam. Who's selling what? I don't. I don't. I mean, it's somebody selling sell it. or it's it's like our, you can make it. Box this. It's yeah, Arduino, right. like, kind of like an Arduino kit, maybe. Right. So, so whenever you have like a little key, a wireless key fob to unlock your car, it changes the key every time that you unlock a car, and that's how it's quote unquote secure. So this thing can actually take that change key. Mm-hmm. So they can use this to get in your car now, and that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. Well, well, get in your car. Well, it can steal the wireless code, so you can use it to unlock the car. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I got you. What you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Wireless start if it has wireless start. So okay, right? wi- any wireless key or like garage? That, okay, but mm. you could get into it. I yeah. keyed in on the garage door part of it. I did not see the hmm. keyless car. So yeah, ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? There's so this many car text, this like tech stuff. It, just there's too much trouble. It's because cars are be, are the next frontier for tech. Yeah. And and so everyone's like, oh, well, let's throw all this tech into these cars and into these car accessories. Well, and all of it sucks. All of it, yeah. Well, all of it's susceptible <laughs> to, you know, any problem, you know, or any uh, exploits. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this isn't like, like we're putting all of this tech into cars without thinking about 
I guess, the repercussions of not having some kind of like standard security mechanism in there, place? Yeah, there's no security set up for cars. There's no guidelines for do unlike computers yeah, it's, it's and networks. It's very traditional security. It's traditional security, work. and it's 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 mixing things that haven't been mixed before. Technology in yep. cars, okay, not so much. Uh, well, let me back up. Almost like IT related technology in cars. Anyway, so. <laughs> So yeah, it, I mean it's it's just crazy. I I don't know what they're gonna do next, but it's scary and I don't like it and I want people to stay away from my car. Well, I think the next thing that needs to happen is is hardening of these devices. Yeah, um, but how do you harden a, a non-standard car that's already out there? I mean, you'd have to say, okay, here's the here's the new 2016 Ford whatever with the new Symantec Enterprise <laughs> Security Microsoft built Defender in. built into every car. I, I mean, like, like, there's no, like, they can't just, like, push out patches to these cars like they can with computers. Or Tesla. Well, Tesla can. Tesla can. Right, but, like, the current the current setup for most car manufacturers, they can't. Hmm. Yeah. Like, what would they which, push out? Which is, a, in my opinion, an oversight when they were created, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they need to really reevaluate that, and hopefully they will no, be going future. There's nothing to say they couldn't bring them in and do firmware updates in the shop, though. Who's going to do that? Uh, Nobody. Nobody's going to bring their car the, in for the, the, IT, the IT group. The IT group. Yeah. Will. Like, Will's, Will's going to bring in his Ford, and he, he's going to get the update, and then Except 99%. Except Ford doesn't get updates. <laughs> what? Well, wow. you just, you just hit, you just I'm hit sending a, a you a, spot. I'm sending you a non-verbal <laughs> expletive right now. Well, let's say you still have service warranty or something mm-hmm. through your through your dealership, though. You know, I mean, you bring it in for normal service. They see yeah. that you're on this firmware version. They update you to the, the most current. You know, right. And in situations like that, that would hold... A good chunk of people for new vehicles, um, but it wouldn't obviously hold all. Yeah. Uh, so these hacks and these things are finding. Are these being found in the real world, or these, or these groups just going out and saying, "Hey, we can do all this now, and this is the we're the only world. people doing it." Like, is someone being? Is it? Is there? Are there? So it's actual illegal activity happening because someone's hacked the car, or got into a garage door from something. I mean, as, as is this yet, happening now, or is it all just kind of like theoretical? Well, it's not theoretical. It's real. No, I mean, not um, theoretical, but, but you know what I mean? Like some groups who want to go prove they can do this. Yeah, I yeah. think I think everyone doing this is white hat, uh, meaning that they're doing it to show, hey, this can be done and it needs to be fixed, as opposed to, uh, you know, the opposite of, you know, trying to do it for malicious reasons. Right. So, and, and I think that, you know, a lot of that's going to... I mean, it's good, right? So, I mean, any white hat hacker doing things like this is, is better for everyone. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it shows, it definitely does show that people need to consider security on their, you know, Moldive devices, computers, and now yep. cars. I don't think we need to say, I don't, I will, I don't want to be paranoid about what, I, I don't want to be phobic where I don't want to have this technology. Believe me, I want this yep. technology in my car. I want it everywhere. I want it in my car. I want mm-hmm. it in my garage. I want it in my house. Um, we just have to live with the fact that, hey, is more the more electronics we put and become part of our everyday lives, the chances are going to increase. Yep. Don't know how much chances will, but maybe they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to understand that, hey, you know, yep. this is a the early days of all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I've read that the uh, the development cycle of a car it starts much earlier i guess than like the like the tech things that we're used to so yeah. like like apple might start development of the 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 iphone 7 like it might be in development right now and then right. come out next year but a right. car might be in development for 2 years instead so like they're using technology from 2 years ago whatever they planned to use right. 2 years ago which is 
you know, that could explain, I guess, some of some of the technology gap and the security gap. Totally agree. Yep. 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 So so that's roll jam. Be on the lookout. People stealing, people <laughs> stealing your car from just or opening your garage door. Yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with Pearl Jam. No. no which is a Pearl band. Jam. Or Alphabet <laughs> and Google's restructuring. <laughs> there you Speaking go. That's a transition of, to which, you. Which is apparently confusing everyone. So yes. let me so you sent me so Brian, you sent me something on this yesterday and I kinda looked at it and I went, Okay, another Google shake up. Let's start from the beginning. What happened yesterday, and wh- why is this significant? So, start off with just the basics of what it was a guy named. What's his name? Pikachu or something? Senor uh, <laughs> Pachai. Pachai. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Whenever I see the guy's name, I think wow. of Pikachu. So I just like oh, that's that's Pikachu oh. from Google. So so what you, happened? You're starting from the bottom. Oh. Really, it needs to start from the top. So my understanding is that Google, as we knew it, is now Alphabet. And it is being run by Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Um, then they are putting a bunch of sub companies underneath that that are all going to be separate entities to a point. Um, and Google, they created a new company named Google underneath Alphabet. I think they did it mostly, and they're going to split out. You know, Nest is going to have its own, oh, okay. X Lab is going to have its own. Uh, Android will actually be under Google, but Fiber is going to be its own. Yeah. Um, what about things be, like glass? Will glass be its own hardware, like a hardware division or something? So, being that, for example, right now, glass is actually taking is being taken care of by uh, by what's his name? I don't know. Uh, Tony Fidel. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Tony <laughs> Fidel. Sorry. The Nest uh, guy. The Nest guy, right? So I would assume that that would fall under the Nest category as opposed to the Google category. So, okay. I think the main reason they did this was, for one thing, investors were getting very angry. Uh, because they were seeing how much money was being spent on R and D, and all this stuff, all this money being spent on all this stuff that isn't making any money. You got Boston Dynamics. That's, I mean, you probably have government contracts for that, right? But mm-hmm. all of their their life sciences stuff with the glucose uh, mm-hmm. contact lenses and and all of the X Lab stuff, which, I mean, isn't making any money for mm-hmm. anyone, right? Um, all of, and so all of the in Calico, their yeah, life longevity stuff. I didn't even know that stuff. existed. Yeah, that's the first I've heard of it. So, Who is this Calico? Yeah, so yeah. it's a company Google owns for uh, extending lifespan. Really? Yeah. Yep, studying and looking into the extension of mm-hmm. lifespan. Nice. Do they have any like cryo freeze uh, places that they own? You'd have to ask. Be frozen. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Google, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Larry Page. I want the elixir of life. <laughs> CEO of Alphabet, if you're listening, we'd love so, to know more so, about your... So this is so why they're excited about... I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. I was I'm sorry. Say, the main reason they're doing you this totally is so me. that... It's terrible. <laughs> so, that, so that when they do their reporting, uh, they actually just report Google, right? So they don't have to report the rest of the stuff. And so then investors don't see all this other... Well, what if they want to see it? They're like, hey, I want to know uh, if well, I'm sure they going can, on but it's not, freezing yeah. people's It's heads. not relevant to their money. Flow. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's it's off this to the a, side. This is a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> no. So the, 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 they say, why are we excited about this? Is they want to? They're getting more ambitious to get things done, taking a long term view, empowering great entrepreneurs and companies to flourish. Which I think Google Ventures has been pretty good about going out and finding new, new talent, new companies, new entrepreneurs, and then pulling them underneath the, the Google brand and actually keeping the, the product alive. Uh, and then yeah, investing and in, you know. Um, I think this will help Google focus, and that's one of the bullet points we're looking at the screen here, is making Google even better through greater focus. 
Um, I think they did this because they wanted to get a new slogan because they don't like don't be evil. They want to be yeah. evil now. Yeah. So they wanted to just restructure the company around that. Yeah. You know. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how what 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 succeeds and what fails here. I mean, I know a lot of people will say we have to be profitable. And is profitability I mean, I'm not trying to kid ourselves. We have to be profitable. Is profitability the only reason people should do things? And no. this is a, this is a discussion no, but it I had. Be a driving this is a discussion yeah. I had. This is a discussion I had years ago with a friend of mine on a podcast, and we were talking about: Do anyone does anyone do anything just for the sheer to say we can do it? Like, is yeah. is anyone getting to the moon? Nonprofit you know, organization. Is anyone going to get to the moon anymore? Back in you know the '60s, we were like, "Hey, we're going to be able to get to the moon. We're going to. We don't care how much it's going to cost. We're going to get there." And and we did it. Have we kind of lost that? No. That that we're not going to do something yet because it's not going to be profitable. Apple and Google both do that. And yeah. I'm sure other companies do. I just can't think of any. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure there are. Tesla. But is the majority is, Tesla. well Tesla is the majority of people at least in our minds it, the end result is let's be profitable. I think. Well, that's. I mean, a company has an obligations to its stockholders to be profitable. So I mean, they can't just. They can't yeah. just go and do whatever they want. I mean, their number one, the number one goal of a company is to be profitable. Yeah, and I also think profitability it, can also breed efficiency. You well, know, I mean, it, look at the it space. Does. It does uh, breed efficiency. Exactly. But you just said something. The number one goal of a company is to be profitable, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. But couldn't there also be a goal? The number one goal of a company is to do awesomely crazy, innovative things, and number two, yeah, become but, profitable. Yeah, but doesn't that take money? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It That's does. why and Apple I'm, can do that is because they have like $200 billion in the bank or whatever. So maybe have. we have to – so maybe these companies have to get to a certain inflection point where they're like, okay, screw it. We can do anything we want now. And if we want to go invest in new types of teddy bears, we can do it and we'll do whatever we want to do. This is really going weird though, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about teddy bears. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, too much, co- too, yeah, much, co- too much coffee, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, listeners. I thought this was going to be a great podcast. Turning <laughs> it out to is be a kind great of podcast. just an okay podcast. Um, let's we'll move on. Teddy bears, teddy bears in, and yeah, teddy bears. All right, all right. All right. Let's, Next topic. Let's move on to <laughs> lettuce. Oh, teddy bears <laughs> to lettuce. Yep. Yeah, to lettuce. Um, and they apparently uh, grew lettuce in space recently. Yeah, which is freaking awesome. It is. So I think either earlier this week or late last week, um, people got, on the International Space Station actually grew lettuce. Well, I think they grew it a, a while back. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I, I think know. they just ate it. <laughs> Not last just. Week. Yeah, let me rephrase. Let, let me rephrase <laughs> they, that. They, they literally actually, grew it in like three days. Is that the? <laughs> you know, when you get further lettuce. away from the core yeah. of the Earth, time goes faster. <laughs> yeah. So, no, they've 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 been growing. Let me rephrase that. They've been growing lettuce in space for some amount of time, and now they're actually eating the lettuce that has been grown in space. So, that's this doesn't really this is not really a big thing necessarily, but this shows that it's the first. It's the first step. A giant thing. Well, I think it is too, but it's the first step. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not most, a big thing. Oh, it, I think it is a big on, thing. Too. On the surface, it doesn't <laughs> appear to be a big thing, and then when you start thinking about mm-hmm. it, it's like, look, this is the first step. That humans need to take to be able to have a source of nutrition that they can produce while they're on a uh, space expedition. Yeah, and I think that's really that's huge. It doesn't sound like much, you know. Like I said, like ooh, someone someone grew lettuce in space, but it's not that. It's actually getting t- 
to the point where so we can go somewhere and sustain ourselves. The weirdest part about this article is that the lettuce tasted like chicken. Is that what I'm reading? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't say it was good lettuce. Wait, they said it tasted like chicken? No, I'm, I'm, it tasted totally like, <laughs> like a spinach say, or something. Yeah, arugula, I'm totally right? kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> you got me, and Josh. The, <laughs> and the beef tasted Try. like cho- chocolate bars. Yeah. Grown in space, things get weird. Yeah. Um, no, it's totally <laughs> it cool like that they were able to to do that, and it's it's um, <laughs> it's a sign of good things to come. You know, of the space program really growing up and and mm-hmm. being able to sustain themselves indefinitely out in yep. the cold. Now, first lettuce. The next lettuce they get doesn't to grow. really look mm-hmm. green and like very appetizing. But hey, not all lettuce is green. I think it's it was, have red. Well, it's lettuce. actually red romaine. Red yeah, romaine lettuce. So. Okay, so okay, that's why it looks red. <laughs> okay, so that's why I guess. But anyway, Will, do you eat a lot of lettuce? <laughs> I do actually, but I only eat romaine lettuce. Or uh, what's the other one? I eat uh, iceberg. That's my lettuce of choice. It seemed like they liked it. Choice. Yeah, they said it was. You know, um, it was lettuce. You know. I mean, I imagine that eating lettuce in space, being the first person to eat lettuce in space, you'd probably, I mean, space-grown lettuce okay, is, is, would make you, you know, pretty happy. Like, oh, I'm the first to do something. This, this is, is cool. cool. I mean, it's this not, hasn't been done before. Not on ever. the same, not on the same line as like walking on the moon for the first time. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only so well, many firsts that you can do in space. It's up there. So, so this one's up there. But now, this, yeah. if they can perfect this and continue to build on this, this allows them to go to Mars and actually grow food on route. Mm-hmm. Dang, Mars, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm right. with you. They could go to not a profitable, Alpha not, not, not a profitable venture, but and you know, we got to get there. Route. Mm-hmm. They could go to Pluto or the Sun, yeah, or wherever and grow food. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go to the Sun, Josh. That sounds like a terrible. Now let's transition to the next topic. <laughs> oh man, we're, we're laughing. Josh, what are you are doing we right saying, now? Are we laughing? But are we saying ha ha or lol? That's a perfect transition, Brian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this report says nobody's using LOL anymore. So what the heck. So apparently the people, the folks over at Google, the, nope, the fa- I'm sorry, Facebook, the Facebook data team has done a study, and through the you know through looking at people's posts, they've found that LOL is becoming less and less used, and people are using haha for what about LMFAO. Well, is it <laughs> the band? Isn't that a band? Yes. No, that's a, that's a, <laughs> in Miami. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing too. People use that. So for laughing. Yeah, but you know. So anyway, so yeah, LOL has taken a drastic hit, and haha has gone all the way up. What just, if you notice? Now they say more males use haha. Just H A H A. Yeah, H A H A. Yeah. Um. So more males use haha than females do. And more males use he he. And more males use he he. Than females do. What? So the really? second, yeah. <laughs> but so the females second, use more emoji. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, they do. They use more emoji. So that's interesting. There you have it. And in LOL, I'm not sure if it's actually going away. I mean, it is obviously going away. But if if you look at the other graph, it's actually showing that it has a an older threshold than the uh, the rest of them. I've never used LOL. Isn't Facebook yeah. where all the older people are? Yes. Yeah. So that, really? that does look bad for LOL then. Mm-hmm. What about on Snapchat? Do we know what they use on Snapchat? You just take pictures and, yeah, and put oh, like LOL yeah. on it. No, oh, you can Snapchat's write, you can all about LOL emojis. Yeah. Yeah, right? emojis. Yeah. So I remember using LOL in like the year 2000 <laughs> when AOL Instant Messenger was was big. And like Game. I stopped like two years later. I specifically, I specifically remember thinking, man, LOL is stupid. And I stopped using it. And since then I've only done haha. 
are, this is going to sound very hipster, using LOL ironically. So well, you're, I, retro, I you're use, retro LOLing. I use LOLs. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. I don't say that. I just spell it out laughing out loud. On your typewriter. Kids with your emojis and pictures and sound bites. So anyway, so yeah, interesting. I mean, not really interesting, but <laughs> it's there. I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah. To see how I mean, that was like that was like the first big and it uh, was, internet acronym, wasn't it? It well, was the internet acronym, right? I mean, I think the more interesting part about this was the fact that data or that date Facebook was able to get all of this data. You know, well, and yeah. public to, posts exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like this sort of platform wasn't available years ago it's to true. get this kind no. of information. Yeah. You know. Just the raw information about how people interact with each other. And, you know, as Facebook matures, it could be really cool to see this if people still use it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Because you don't see MySpace doing this. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Poor ouch. MySpace. Poor Tom. Shots yeah. fired. What, what about LiveJournal? Oh, I used do, do they still? <laughs> Dude, LiveJournal. <laughs> what about Geos? Okay, GeoCities. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I had a GeoCities. Yeah. So. CompuServe. No. no, no, man. No, when I was no. in middle school, the, the source. I went to so many Dragon Ball Z Geo City sites. It was oh, ridiculous. Man. I had one of those sites oh, with, <laughs> with with all the fire, like yeah, the fake fire, yeah, all the fake oh, fire, yeah. and like the the clips that were like less than a minute long. <laughs> they had like, like, I need to see this, like web rings, yeah, and, like angel fire yeah. and stuff. Oh, oh, angel, angel fire, fire. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. Wow, this went off. Topic. Were we're talking about old nostalgic those internet were the days. days, man. Speaking of old nostalgic days, I think all of us had a main device during our old nostalgic days, whether it be laptop or PC. Do we all still have an old nostalgic device? No, no, wait, that's not the topic. Do we still have a main device? You know, I was the, about to the, give the you mad kudos <laughs> on that. On the point <laughs> of the transition? I know, I, know, yeah. I have and to then, screw it up. And then... I have to screw the transition. So, um, but yeah, so the topic today is do you still have a main device that you use all the time? What is it? What is your main what device? What is your main if device? You, and I wish and, we, before. And do you still use one? Because I don't think a lot of us in this room really have one. Maybe you do. Well, so, so it we were talking about yeah, well. we were talking about this earlier before the podcast started. Is if you were on an, an island, a desert island, or maybe a tropical island, and you had to pick one technology device. To, to bring with you. Now, you do have Wi-Fi and power, unlimited power. But if you had to pick one if you had to pick one device to take with you on on um on an island, what would it be? Well, see, for me I I mean, if you if you tell me I have Wi-Fi and power, I mean that kind of takes away from the. This is a fantasy island. Just answer the question. All right, but it takes away from the analogy. So if I don't have Wi-Fi and power, if I'm stuck on an island, I want something that I can do the most things on, which would probably be my Surface. But if I'm stuck on an island with Wi-Fi, then I can literally have any device and send a message that says "Help me." <laughs> I'm stuck on an island. <laughs> okay, you're on an island. But you're happy on this island. You're happy on the island. So you don't need to get off. And Yeah, let's just say you don't want to get off. You've got power and Wi-Fi, and that's it. That probably means I hate people and don't need a phone, so if I don't want to leave the island, so... That's a very valid point. I would probably still want my Surface. <laughs> really? All right, so, so, so for me... So, Will, what is your answer that you're trying to make I him would actually safe to his? Ta- I would actually keep my Pebble smartwatch. 
<laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I would say I would say nowadays. Drum roll. I would say nowadays. Who expects this? No, listen. It's not. My, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Apple. What? I'm not going to say anything. Apple. I'm going to say, in t- today's world, I would have to bring my phone, my smartphone. So my main device now, I say, would be smartphone. Hmm. Not and your it's, well, technically, my smartphone is my phone, but I'm trying to be phone agnostic because mm. I could say have a nice, snazzy OnePlus Two, but you know, hey, I just chose to stick with iPhone. How would you make contactless payments on the island, Will? Ah, uh-huh. you <laughs> with see, OnePlus Two. I'm only I'm doing Wi-Fi calling. Oh God! Yes, there so is Wi-Fi. What on the was phone. what was your main device five years ago, though? Um. Oh, five years ago, I would have to say laptop. Same for me, MacBook Pro. A lot because there were things I just could not do on my phone. Mm-hmm. And there was only a few apps that I just could not do. Yeah, I the, needed to have my laptop. The phone ecosystem has evolved so much that a lot of the things yeah. that we used to like, it, it was just so much easier to do on a laptop. Right. It's now, it's almost just as easy or well, easier to do it on your phone because you always kind of like have it on you. Yeah, and the apps have gotten so fast and these phones have become little supercomputers because it used to be, oh, if I wanted to record a podcast, I haven't had a laptop. If I wanted to edit video or audio, I had to have a, uh, you know, a laptop. I had to have a computer. Nowadays, I can edit photos, videos. I can record a podcast. I can do so much more. I'm not to say more, but I can do a lot yep. with my phone to where I really don't think that the laptop is the main device you, for myself and, dare I say it, for a lot of people. Did you do all of that going uphill both ways in the snow? Back in the day, I'm, I'm going to ignore your side <laughs> comment about my age. I'm not. That, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm younger at heart than you are. So, so like, Brian. Yeah, I was. I'm, whoa. That, that was me was giving him the raspberries. Five years ago and today, Brian. Um. So so five years ago, it would definitely have been uh, a MacBook Pro. Yeah, it had to be five years ago. Um. Today, it's actually a MacBook Air. Um. So, I I disagree on on the phone aspect because. There are things, there's a lot of things that I do that I can't do on my phone hmm. um, or would prefer to do on a computer. For, you know, for one thing, I hate reading anything longer than, you know, a short news article on my phone. Hmm. I'd rather do that either on a computer or, you know, a dedicated device. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I had to pick one rounded device, it would be it would be my MacBook Air. Hmm. That's interesting because, like, for me... It used to be I would, like for podcasts, I would always download the podcast on my laptop and then sync to my phone. And I would get um, Kindle books, and I'd always read them on my laptop. <laughs> and now, I really don't even sync my podcast to my Mac anymore. It just goes directly to my phone. And even when I'm sitting on the couch and have access to a computer, I listen to it on, on my, uh, my phone. And I read on my phone. Now, I don't read as much as I should, but that's beside the point. Now, I will say, I, you know, I use a phone kind of as an extension of this device, and then I use the watch as an extension of that device, and it's yeah. just extension, yeah. you know. But if you had to choose one, let's put you on a desert yeah, island the, now. the MacBook Air, hands down, not mm-hmm. even questioning it. Hmm. Josh, hmm. five years ago and today? Five years ago. Five years ago, um, I used mainly a PC. Five years ago, um, it's crazy. No, just, it's another. It's just a personal computer. Well, yeah, just a personal computer, um, self-built gaming. I did a lot of gaming, and basically, it was a station. If I was not on the computer, 
I basically didn't do anything digitally. Hmm. So it was I go and I sit at my you know computer station, yeah, and I look at my Facebook and I look at my email and I look at my. I mean, this is five years ago, guys. It's a <laughs> long time about, ago. Hey, I'm going back to my computer station. I'll have to call you back. Ten years ago, I had a typewriter. No, um, <laughs> but you know, you'd sit down at this, for lack of a better term, station. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know where you're going and, with this. And that's where you did all the stuff. And and I would have a checklist. You know, I check email and check this and check that and then do a little gaming and then mm-hmm. once I got off I was basically unplugged I had a smartphone but you know I checked it here and there but it wasn't my main device that was my right. main device um, nowadays I don't think that's the case I don't think I have one the closest <laughs> thing would be the iPad but that's you don't have a main device or I don't have a main device yeah uh-huh. I use I use everything pretty close to the same amount of time hmm yep yeah, I have. So, I have that so well. now, wait now. Again, we asked the question: If you're on, a, if you're stranded on an island with Wi-Fi and, and internet connect and uh, battery, unlimited power, what would you bring with you? One device. You just you just kind of skated past the question of what is your main <laughs> device. So, if you had to choose one, what would you choose? If I had to choose one, um, I would choose a tablet. Tablet, yes. good choice. Yeah. yeah, because it's kind of a halfway point mm-hmm. between the laptop and the phone. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I use my phone for a lot of quick things, kind of like Brian was saying, as an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find I use it a lot more now than I did five years ago um, yeah. because more and more apps are optimized for that layout and mm-hmm. optimized for that experience. Yeah, um, Kind of the same thing for the tablet. Um, when I got my first iPad, yes, the phones are also bigger now. That's what I was about to yes. say is I think – so you say so for me, um, I I was saying what you were saying. I would say you know a year or two ago, oh I'm gonna bring a tablet. Mm-hmm. With the size of phones getting so big, and still being a phone and being able to be wielded like a phone, this is kind of my only. I don't want a, I don't want a tablet now. I'd want, I don't think I ever want a tablet. I'd still want a tablet. I actually went from a larger phone. I had a five-inch uh, Droid DNA. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I moved to the iPhone, mm. and uh, I still like the tablet better, just for the viewing experience, for the for watching movies or gaming, yeah. or yeah. you still get a better experience with the larger screen. Sure. And honestly, if I had a Surface, that would probably be the thing that I would take on a desert island. Well, it's because it's a tablet and a PC. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it and it has Windows 10. Both those problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting how how over time that kind of evolved. Cause, because I mean, my initial, I, I'm sure everyone's initial like main device would be like a desktop, mm-hmm. and then the, you know the technology improved and laptops became cheaper, and then I think most people moved to a laptop, mm-hmm. and then somewhere along the lines it kind of switched to either a tablet or a phone, which is I think where we are today. Because mm-hmm. most of us in this room are on a tablet. Or a phone, except for Brian. Brian's <laughs> over there on his laptop, and uh, That's true. Josh and I are on tablets, yep. and Will has a phone. So, so it's kind of so, how we all said. Yeah, as it's well. very interesting. interesting right? Yeah. Right. So, what's going to happen in the next? So, we were talking about what's what it is, you know, right now. What is going to happen in the next five years? Let's put on our our, our you know Nostradamus. So, I don't think look. I think you get more and more. Um, Segmented. I don't think you have a one main device anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that point's kind of moot. I mean, we're already seeing it with watches and then, you know, augmented reality, some, some sort of glasses. I mean, wearables yeah. are going to be a huge thing. 
that's I think that's just how it's going to be. Is instead of having just a computer, you'll have the computer, the wearable, the watch, the phone, the tablet. Yeah, and it's all working to create this kind of one seamless experience, so you can kind of take technology wherever you go. Yeah, I I actually think that we're going to be on mobile devices like phones, this form factor, for a long time. I know that watches are coming around. I know that wearable technology is coming around. But I think this is going to be with us for the next five, ten years. I actually, until, until I'm sorry, hang on. Until okay. the watches become, until this gets as small as your watch, mm-hmm. you no. know, or no. you can, or you can do something that like adaptively change the screen size or something like that. I, I mean, think it'll be a combination of what you're saying and what Josh is saying. So, like mm-hmm. what Microsoft is doing, where your your phone can turn into a desktop. Yep. If you need it, because with the new Lumia's, Microsoft's going to let you plug your plug whatever kind of cable it is into your phone, and it'll project desktop apps right to your to your computer. Mm-hmm. So if that was more powerful, then I mean that'd be pretty cool because you you would always have your computer in your pocket. Well, it, would, it wouldn't just be your smartphone. That's so true, that's yeah. that's something that was yeah. kind of toyed with a couple of years back. Uh, I think ASUS had like. The transformers and oh, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You could, I remember you know, seeing them at AT&T stores. Yeah, that tablet, never really took off. It didn't because I think the power wasn't there. And I, maybe in five years, I could see where you have one device and they could drop it into a tablet, or you could drop it uh, into a computer, you know, a, a workstation or, or something mm-hmm. like that, to where you you have one main device and you just update that one device. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, how cool would that be? Because you could just have that all the time. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. So your MacBook Air would just be a shell with a keyboard monitor and ports and you just take your phone and slip it in Maybe. i mean so the for example the, the new macbook the you know the little 12 inch machine yeah. they released it's, it's super underpowered right but if you i don't know if you've seen any pictures of it without the batteries uh on the inside the circuitry or the circuit board on the inside is literally the size of a credit card yep that thing it's is all battery tiny. it's all battery the rest of it so hmm. the fact that we can make things that size um I mean, even though it's underpowered for a laptop, I mean, think about that in terms of a tablet or, you know, a phone. It's yep. still way more powerful than that. I think the next um, docking station setup is going to be virtual reality, though. Hmm. You'll have basically kind of st- set up virtual reality and then your setup PC and then your tablet and your phone and so your watch. So you'd go to your virtual reality station yep. and you'd and check your Facebook yep. and check, check your my email, Facebook, check my email. Do yeah. a little bit of gaming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do some Cort- cortical implants. Yeah. I, I definitely think that <laughs> I definitely think that the um, in five years we'll still be moving in a very mobile direction as we have been mm-hmm. because that seems I mean, that's the trend. I think it's very important because people, as we become more connected, we want to be able to have that with us at all times. So the mobility is very important. Yeah, and I think the key is when they get augmented reality to the point where it's basically just a pair of glasses. Right. You know, like a a legit pair of glasses and people can then see this new interface that's just going to change the world. Or like contact on, lenses that oh, yeah, you like a yeah. pop in. Or pull cool. out your eyeball and put in like a new cyber eyeball. I mean, more realistic would probably be like, just put on your Wayfarers and <laughs> yeah, and here is your mm-hmm. your Microsoft HoloLens experience or, or whatever it is. But, I mean, yeah, that would be pretty awesome yeah. as well. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this and it's probably going to be unfavorable in this room, but I think VR is dead before it even starts. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, has, it has specific... Use cases, gaming being one of them, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, general 
kind of like you were saying, docking into you, mm-hmm. you, you know your your VR station, right? I, no one's going to do that. This is a mobile world we live in. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah, I, not unfavorable to me. I agree with you. Yeah, there's some things I agree. Yeah, with, I agree with. Uh, I can. See I think that. augmented reality is way better than augmented. Yes, I'm, than I'm not going to argue reality. with that one. I can see that, but a lot of the stuff that I've heard about VR has been kind of um, revolutionary. A lot of the stuff coming out of E3 was like they can't believe they got it to this point. But everyone has their own VR now, right? So, well, I think it'll just yeah. take well, I, I think mean, it's one of those things that's just going it's, it's to be a fad. I want a holodeck, man. It could be. I mean, it could be, but <laughs> I don't know. If they get VR right for gaming, it could also take off. How do you, know? you do VR right, though? I mean, that's the that, right. Yeah, because if I were to put on a VR helmet in this room without any kind of other device on me, yeah, I couldn't really play a game without bumping into a table or the wall or one of you guys. Yeah. So a lot of the VR experiences were stationary at the time. Yeah. So they they sat you in a seat and you were, for example, one of the demos was like a zombie. Uh, demo, and you were in a wheelchair like your character was, mm. and zombies were coming at you, and you had to shoot them and that kind of thing. So you were stuck basically on rails as the VR experience yeah. happened. I guess you could do it with a controller, so maybe, too. But, yeah. right. let's, but let's talk about at-home cost of that. That's, you know, so, yeah, okay, so that's now you got to buy a thing for your rails to, yep. you know, for walking or sitting or, mm-hmm. or any kind of movement, plus you got the helmet, plus you got yep. some mm-hmm. kind of controller, you got, I mean... That's so many pieces. That's why I'm kind of thinking it's unfeasible. You have so many different pieces you'd have to buy to even get the full immersion experience yeah. that you would want. And then, you know, what happens when you get a text message? Yep. Or somebody calls mm. you. Do you pause the game, take everything off, and then answer that? It would come True. up on your helmet. No, it really? <laughs> no, because we're talking gaming, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You, technically that would probably be separate. Yeah. yeah. Another thing is, is are we going to ditch things that we – put on our faces and hands and wrists and stuff to what are things going inside our bodies maybe maybe we're looking at you know so we're looking at tech on the outside of us what about augmented things that actually you know i made a joke about you know borg or something but do you think we'll ever get to the point where we're actually manipulating our human human factor in it maybe i think we already are Mm-hmm. Well, look, you know, talking about things like what Google's doing, extended life. Well, not, right? not even that. I'm talking more, I mean, people get, you know, uh, RFID implants. They yeah. get, uh, you know, uh, magnet implants. So you could yeah, feel electromagnetic finger, On their fingertips, waves. right? Oh. Yeah. yeah, in your yeah. fingertips. I've yeah. heard of, heard of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could go get an RFID chip, and it could be your badge. Hmm. And get it implanted into your hand. See, whenever Will was asking that question, I was thinking more along the lines of like a computer chip in your brain. Not so much. Not so much biohacking. Well, yeah. yeah. Eventually. I mean, biohacking. Eventually, you know, and this is, I mean, how many, okay. Well, first of all, how many years in the future are we predicting? Are we I mean, predicting you're, you're 10 talking, years, 50 years, 100 years? Yeah. I mean, you're talking you know? like 100 years in the future, if it's even possible. I, I mean, think, I think within the next 25 years, we'll have some really, really, really cool virtual or augmented reality devices. And then beyond the 25-year mark, we're going to start doing things inside the body mm-hmm. where we don't have to have the technology on the outside. Well, it's, it's, and it literally, it is with us everywhere we go. For the augmented virtual reality, there is, a, there is kind of an inflection point there, right? It's, it's whether people want to go out and actually experience the world mm-hmm. via augmented reality or if they prefer to stay at home and explore virtual – let's say, for example, virtual worlds get to be as – you know, has the fidelity of the real world. Right, so, right. so we're going to be like Wally. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like but there is that inflection point. I think there. there's also the point for doing things. Maybe people who are disabled, maybe who, people who can't go physically ski down a mountain can do things that are, hey, this liberates them from being yeah. confined to a chair or a room or a house. Um, but I agree with you. I think there'll be a point where we have to decide do we really want to stay at home and mm-hmm. do this or do we want to go out and see a movie or yep. go out? And I think we've kind of, I mean, look at how things are today. You know, it used to be. Who would stay home and watch a movie? You go to the theater. Now everyone's watching movies. I mean, I'd much rather watch a movie at home. And you know, I, I, I so would, would actually you argue your... though that there's actually a push for more outdoors activities yeah. in well, the no, past yeah, three yeah. years. No, right? I'm saying and, for, and I think that's going to continue to grow. Yeah. But I'm saying things like correctiveness. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, like you were saying, you'd rather watch a movie at home. Would you rather do go to a tour of the Louvre at home, or actually go to Paris and look at the Louvre? You know, that's this a, is a bad com- example, yeah, but it's completely different. Yeah. But I'm trying to say is, you may not want to. There may be a group of people who will take advantage of that technology, and there may be a group of people who do want to do that and stay at home and experience it, the world. I think it totally depends on cost. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, if, aug- I mean, if augmented reality comes out at let's say 99 bucks and virtual reality is 500 bucks to buy in, augmented reality wins. Not yeah. necessarily. I mean, it depends on what they do, right? Right. I mean, yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have the thing to. Is this is this is a very world. in-depth question. This is a very this this verges on technology well, as well as deep. philosophy. Well, and, for yeah, five, we're moving off the deep end here. I think what we're talking about is like what this conversation has evolved into is more of like a 10, 15 yeah. plus years. Yeah. Okay. The original question was five years so, from yeah, now. Yeah, we've yeah been so what's, I don't think we're going to be walking around with augmented reality ray bands in five years. Let's make let's make our predictions now. For five years from now, what will be your main device? iPhone 13. <laughs> or 12 and a half or something, you know. 12 and a half. Oh, gosh. That wouldn't even exist in 13. I mean, in five Bite your years. tongue. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying in five years, we're on iPhone 6. In five years, oh, the right. iPhone 13 won't exist. <laughs> I mean, you got 6S, you, know you, like you got 7, you got 7S. They skip a little. Well, I guess, yeah. You got, eight, you got 8S. You'd have like the 8S. I'll have an 8S then for my main device. iPhone 8S. Great. <laughs> Maybe the iPhone 9. Maybe they skip a skip a number now and then. Mm-hmm. They're not Windows. <laughs> there was never an iPhone two. There was never an iPhone two. They went iPhone one to iPhone three. So where's actually two? it went to three G. Well, three yeah. G then three GS. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Brian. So, what's your what's your main device? <laughs> let's let's skip Will. What's your main device? Hey, we already said we are I'm um, iPhone mobile. Yeah. Five years. Five years. You could be general about it. I I I don't know. Um, you Five years probably still probably still on a laptop, yeah. And unless unless I could find a a tablet with a keyboard and lap positionable, lapable. That's, lapable. that's, that's the yes. surface term. Yes, <laughs> lapable. Uh, a, a lapable uh, tablet with a better keyboard or a good enough keyboard. Okay. Like I don't even like the new MacBook because the keyboard's terrible, mm. in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Those butterfly keys are not yeah, I tactile. I, I only tap tap on oh, them for God. a little bit, but they this, actually this, you know cool. what's happening right now. Phil. <laughs> what's happening? Um Same yeah, device five years. So I, I think it'll probably be whatever my whatever my phone is. Just because I think phones are gonna become not your watch. Nobody nobody said no. watch. No. A watch no. is a watch is a convenience device. That's okay. never gonna be mm-hmm. my main device. It doesn't make any sense because it's too that. awkward. Right. I mean, I've only used my watch for a call one mm-hmm. time and that time I was laying in bed so I could have my, my arm in front of me 
and I didn't have to hold it up in front of my face. And because just holding your arm up like this is awkward. It's weird. It's, it's yeah. tiring. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So I think it's going to be some some kind of extension of the phone that we know now. I, I don't know if it's going to be what Microsoft is trying to do. I don't know if it's going to be a phone that runs a, a an augmented reality thing on my head, but I think it'll definitely be some kind of a phone device because even in just in the past year, I found myself using my phone more and more and more just in in a situ in situations where I have a computer readily available. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 what I'm thinking. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Josh. Um, I'm gonna say phone, and I'm gonna say it's probably gonna be a larger screen size and a smaller actual phone size. Hmm. So they're going to find a way to make the screen larger you make pro- the like phone smaller. It? Like kind of projector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those phones from Parks and Recreations last season? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's my oh, thought. Oh man, that would be so good. That would be so awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I do think that um, we'll probably see larger, larger phones with Larger screens on the phones, but smaller phones. Um, and when that happens, we'll probably that's probably where I'll go because that's why I like this tablet. And then mm-hmm. we just throw our, everything else out the window because mm-hmm. I like the, we don't I, need it anymore. I like to I like to absorb media. I like to watch movies, videos, read books, and stuff on my mm-hmm. tablet, and that's why I like the larger screen size. Mm-hmm. So yep, mm-hmm. yep. And I guess something I'd, I would like to add is that I think no matter what it is in five years, I think it'll be something with touch. Whether I'm touching something in the air or something mm-hmm. on the screen, and there's a lot of people out there that that say no touch is bad. Get the the your arm is tired on a laptop or a desktop. I think even even in those situations, there's sometimes we you just reach out naturally to touch it. Yeah, I, I find that happening to me all the time. Do you think um, do you think that these devices will have brain power? Do you think these devices will have That's cases that will can take off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or will they be caseless? Play some Marvin Gaye as he takes it off. <laughs> All right. Let's close out the show. Uh, <laughs> really, really good. Uh, I think a, a good discussion. And uh, and we're, we're really hoping for some good ratings and reviews from this. So please go to, <laughs> please go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Rate us. Um, you can leave comments on our blog, takethenextturn.com. We are actually uh, working on an email address. Right now, right? So people can email us. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're working on that. We should have that by next episode or the episode after that, like in two episodes. Um, but you can check us out online, www.venue.com, and we will see everybody next week. <laughs>